Welcome to Car Bomb Podcast, episode 406, podcast actually not found. Uh, they actually recorded the podcast last night, but uh, when saving the file, um, Chris's computer decided that it didn't like them having a podcast episode. So today we are doing a patchwork quilt uh, style podcast where we are all sending little audio clips, and from there we're going to... Uh, put together a podcast. Anyways, without uh, further ado, theme song. Alright, and I realized that I did not introduce myself. My name is Emily Jarecki. I am one of your many hosts today. Um, as far as topics, uh, I really only had two things I wanted to talk about, uh, and I'm sure that uh, other people will talk about this as well, but a few of us are going to be going down to Orlando for Extra Life United, um, which in summation is a gaming tournament as well as sort of a conference. Uh, there are both video game and board games that we'll be competing in. Um, I have also entered their design competition for the year. Uh, and uh, we'll also have panels that will help us learn better techniques for fundraising. Um, and of course, I'm super excited that I'm going to get to see some of my podcasting friends in person, seeing as I live in Cleveland, Ohio, and uh, obviously these guys live in Kelowna. Um, so that's what we're going to be doing next week. Next week's episode will be uh, from Orlando, which will be pretty cool. Uh, the other topic that I wanted to bring to the table this uh, this time is... Uh, something called octopus culture. Uh, uh, this is actually from reading an article uh, from Science Alert, uh, which occasionally I, I find good stuff from. Uh, the whole article talks quite a bit about um, a new uh, aquaculture octopus farm that is being proposed uh, to be built in the Canary Islands. Um, and it does go into some reasons why octopi, octopuses, whatever you would like, um, are too uh, intelligent and difficult to keep in captivity uh, and uh, how it essentially would be inhumane to keep thousands of octopi that will be then slaughtered later. But what's more interesting to me about this article is that they talk about um, how they have now observed what octopi are like in large groups in the wild. Uh, previously, scientists thought that octopi were pretty um, individual animals. They didn't really like to live in groups. They mostly kept to themselves, other than if they were, um, you know, fighting each other, you know, mating, whatever, stuff like that. Um, but for the most part, they just kind of left each other alone. But it has been discovered that there are two 
communities of wild octopi in Jervis Bay, Australia. And I kid you not, this is the part that I love. They have names for the cities. <laughs> They're Octopolis and Octlantis. <laughs> and I think those names are incredible. <laughs> Um, to give you a little idea of what these communities are like, they said, in Octopolis, numerous octopuses share and fight over a few square meters of seabed. In these watery towns, octopuses form dominant hierarchies, and they're, uh, they've started developing new behavior. Male octopuses fight over territory and perhaps females by throwing debris at one another and boxing. So it sounds like most of the time they don't live together, and when they uh, only have a certain amount of space that is ideal for them to live in, uh, they they are not uh, particularly great at living with each other, um, but that they do form kind of dominance hierarchies, uh, where obviously the the octopi that are the best at fighting and and uh most sort of aggressive will be the ones that get all of the you know good dens to settle in they get more females stuff like that and of course the more submissive ones kind of don't get their pick of stuff so uh that's really all i had as far as um the octopi uh i just thought it was really interesting and i do agree just from what I know even before reading this article, but especially after reading the art article, that we probably shouldn't be farming them. Um, I know some people really like to eat octopus, uh, so I get why they want to make a farm uh, to make it more available, but um, they're just too dang smart. Um, and honestly, in my personal opinion, not tasty enough to for us to be making meals out of them. Just leave the octopuses alone. Let them fight each other. Um, so anyways, um, I guess the one other shout-out uh, for Extra Life United, uh, I mentioned that I was entering a design competition. Uh, the challenge this year was to design a mouse pad, and uh, the top prize for the mouse pad design was $4,000 towards your local uh, Children's Miracle Network Hospital. Uh, and uh, part of the way that they are deciding is based on votes on Reddit. Uh, so if any of you want to go to reddit.com slash r slash extra life and uh, take a look for the mouse pad design post, uh, underneath there, you should see a uh, post or a comment from me, Yellow Timer, uh, and you can see my design. And if you like it, you can hit the like button, and they'll count as as a vote towards mine. So, um, I think there are other factors that they're using other than just community likes uh, for it. But certainly, uh, your like does not uh, hurt my chances. Anyways, guys, I think that's going to be all for me, and I'm going to pass it on to someone else. Bye. All right, hey, everyone. Uh, this is my uh, contribution to um, this fuckery of a podcast uh, this week. Um, I, I will, I will uh, give Chris praise. Uh, no fault of his own. Computers just it just borked it. Uh, 
Uh, so I'm in a, I'm in a parking lot. I'm in my car. It's actually like fucking a stone's throw from Chris's house. I'm at the movie theater. You know the movie, Chris, you know where the movie theater is by your house? I'm in that parking lot. Um, anyways, um, I'm about to go see a movie that has been hyped up for quite some time. Uh, too long, one might say, since the pandemic began. Um, and it's just been kind of in the back of, back of uh, pop culture. Um, this character is near and dear to many people's hearts, I think. Um, to those who know. It's not a super popular character in pop culture. Um, I think, you know, in recent years, uh, he's been elevated. Um, very prolific in the comics, though. Very much a, a prolific comic book character. Uh, well, very expansive run of comics. People don't really realize how expansive. Um, and tons of crossovers, too, with all sorts of characters that you know. And love, you know. So this is this is a big deal that this character, you know, is becoming more known and, and, and respected in pop culture. Enough to get, you know, to reach the big screen, the big leagues. You know, he's a loose character, though. You know, doesn't play by his own, or does play by his own rules. Doesn't play by other people's rules. It'd be weird if it was the other way around. Um, this character, I think, we all know and love. Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, I'm going to go see Sonic 2 tonight, and uh, let me tell you, I am, uh, I don't know what to think. The first movie was better than it had any right to do, but then we got Knuckles and Chaos Emeralds and, and Jim Carrey Eggman back again, and Jim Carrey's apparently retiring after this movie. This is his fucking swan song, is what he said, which is crazy. It's also crazy because they're doing a like a Sonic cinematic universe, and Eggman's just not going to be in it anymore, or they're going to recast Eggman, or maybe it's Stone. Maybe Stone becomes the the new character. Um, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to briefly talk about my, like my pre thoughts going into the movie and then I'm going to go into the movie. Uh, and then I will give my review afterwards and Chris, you can edit them together in, in some way. Um, <clears throat> so this is, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to be disappointed by this. Cause I went to saw the, see the first one on a lark. Uh, I, sh- I went, I had a date, Oh, this is, this is incredible. I had a date to go see the first Sonic the Hedgehog because it came out on Valentine's Day. And, uh, no one, uh, date, uh, didn't bail on me. Had to reschedule, right? And we did end up having a date later. I had to reschedule. And, uh, so I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go see Sonic by myself. Um, and so I walk into the theater alone on Valentine's Day. And lo and behold, whom do I see? But Kieran Stevens in front of me with a group of friends who they all decided, ha ha ha, let's all go to Sonic and Valentine's Day as a group. And then I show up like a fucking loser by myself. And like, it's just like, I'm not even kidding. I walk in the theater and the like within seconds of walking the door, I make direct eye contact with Kieran, who's in like the concession line. And like, he knows why I'm here and I know why he's there. And like, for him, it's like, ha ha. And for me, it's like sad. Uh, so I saw technically Sonic by myself. While Kieran was in the vicinity. Fast forward to now. I'm going on a date to see Sonic 2. With the person who had to reschedule. So this is the person that I only see Sonic movies. Uh, or try to see Sonic movies with. Which is fun enough. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's it's weird to me. Like, Ben Schwartz, I like to Sonic. I... I think Idris Elba's going to be good as... Um, as Knuckles, it's weird to me that they got the actual voice actor for Tails to play Tails. 
but not for, like they didn't get. I think Travis Willingham's the current uh, Knuckles, and they didn't get. Uh, is this little Urkel that does Sonic or Blue White or who does Sonic now? Anyways, but like they didn't get those two. Char- they, they're like those characters we can replace. We can find better actors for. But the person who does Tails, nah, th- we need that. We can't replace them. That's insane. Can't remember her name. It's a great voice. It's a very good character. It's just it's gonna be weird to like have a game accurate looking tails sound like tails and then no one else around them uh be like true to the games let's see what else do i want i really want some crush 40 to play some live and learn or some like uh you know i mean like here's the thing my favorite crush 40 songs are the ones from shadow the hedgehog and like they're not gonna play in this movie but i'm I, by the way i'm fucking calling it now that shadows the post credit scene or like the tease for the next one um I'm hoping for Metal Sonic. I feel like that might be a surprise that pops up. Because uh, I think they're adapting, like, Sonic 3 or, like, Sonic and Knuckles or whatever with Angel Island and all the emeralds and all that shit. Um, I don't think he'll go supersonic in this. Because, like, from what I can... From the trailer, like, like Eggman finds a Chaos Emerald and he wants to use it for power. I don't think he finds all seven of them. That'd be kind of insane to bust out in the first movie but, or the second movie. But he might go supersonic. That'd be interesting. Maybe he'll go like 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 he'll touch one, become like a smidge supersonic, like like somewhat better Sonic, you know. Uh, what else? You know, I can't wait to see Cyclops again. He's always fun. Yeah, I just, it's just weird to me that they're gonna do like a cinematic universe because that implies we're gonna have Sonic movies without Sonic. And I like is someone fucking asking for the Charmy the Bee movie or like Espio or like. What's the fucking doofy alligator's name? Dex, Vex, Vector, something like that. Ah, hey, Zach. That's what he sounds like. Or like Rouge, Rouge would be weird to see. I don't know. Like the whole song. I'll take here, guys. Um, Sonic's a stupid franchise, and it does not deserve to have existed as long as it does. I'm digging me wrong. I'm happy it did, but like. Talk about failing upwards. Like, does anyone agree, like, after Sonic Adventure 1 or maybe 2, that there's been, like, good Sonic games? Because that's, like, 20 years of a bad franchise, which I can't think of anything else in gaming that's done, like, that... Like, that divisive of content. Anyways, I'm gonna go see Sonic 2, the, the Sonicking. And then I will come back and I will tell you my review. And then Chris will put it... I don't know if he's going to put, like, my thing back-to-back or we'll cut to someone else and then he'll come back to my review. Um, I don't know. He's He is the master editor. He's got the Chaos Emeralds for this podcast. He's an Eggman. Um, Goo-goo-goo-joob. Uh, anyways, I'm going to uh, go and I'll talk to you guys in a sec. Bye. Chris may tell you that the podcast failed, had a blue screen. This was the first time. It I, This never happens to me. Oh, I've never had this happen before in my life. Likely story. The podcast didn't fail. The podcast was sabotaged. Why, you ask? Good question. Always ask the important questions. The truth is... Chris, and Big Podcast, who he represents, doesn't want you to know 
about the truth. The truth that is Morbius. You heard me right. No, this is not a paid advertisement for uh, Jared Leto's cult. I'm not a member. That picture is photoshopped. <clears throat> the thing is, the world doesn't want you to know about Morbius. <laughs> but the world needs to know about Morbius, and that's what I'm here for, to share the important message, the truth that is the most important film you will see in your life. Morbius isn't just a film. It's an experience. Have you ever wondered how a non-British child could grow up to be the most British man imaginable? Morbius has an answer for that. Have you ever wondered that if you spliced your DNA with a bat, you would gain the power to turn into smoke? Morbius has an answer for that. Uh, and the answer is yes, you, you can turn into smoke if you splice your DNA with a bat, which is what they were trying to do in Wuhan. I'll have you know. <laughs> <laughs> but see this movie is about more than you think you know they're 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 revealing all sorts of truths that uh big podcast chris don't want you to hear about like the fact that coronavirus was caused by um a morbius a real life morbius experiment um that didn't use um Jesus-like uh, figure Jared Leto as the template, uh, which is why it didn't succeed and caused a pandemic. But let's talk about Morbius and not all this truth that surrounds it. Morbius is the story of one very brave man who's the smartest and best man ever who makes himself a bat. Does that sound familiar? It's because Batman stole it from Morbius. If you look at the times, like, sequentially, chronologically, no, it doesn't line up like that. But I have a theory that the people who invented Batman came forward in time through time travel, saw Morbius, went back in time, and invented Batman, but made him lamer because he's not actually um, part bat, like Morbius is. The living vampire. Um, Morbius... Genius inventor makes fake blood, saves millions, better than already than every other Marvel superhero, and yet Big Marvel won't want you to hear that. Who else has saved millions? Any of the Avengers? Captain America? No. They didn't invent fake blood. <laughs> Idiots. Tony Stark? No. He, like, created the uh, uh, ultimate renewable energy source and then kept it to one tower in his chest. I'm glad he died. Not Morbius, though. Morbius, before he's even a hero, he's a hero. And after he's a hero, he's even more of a hero. Because as soon as he splices his DNA with that of a bat, he gains unquenchable, blo uh, unquenchable bloodthirst, kills a bunch of people who are, we're told, mercenaries, so we don't care about them, and um, then escapes and goes back to the city to pretend like, oh, I'm not a vampire man. Um, his friend shows up and is like, hey, did you cure your disease? And he's like, yeah, but it's a terrible cost, uh, and we can't, we, can't, we can't bear this cost of turning ourselves into bats. And his friend's like, okay, fine, whatever. But his friend, who was the non-British child who became the most British adult, um, Matt Smith of Doctor Who fame, uh, 
be, uh, takes the bat splicing DNA vaccine and turns himself into a uh, Batman, as it were. Uh, only he accepts his true nature, which is to kill and murder as many people as possible without feeling any guilt. Um, Morbius, being a hero, doesn't accept this. But the main thrust of the film is that Matt Smith yells, You've got to accept who you are, Michael! Every 30 seconds. And then Morbius is like, What? And then he's like, I want you, oh, we got to be together! We're gonna be vampires, Michael! His name is Michael Morbius. Also, the greatest superhero just chose his last name as his vampire name because it was already perfect. Um, yeah, so he, he try, Matt Smith tries to convince Jared Leto that he needs to give in to his nature and become a predator. Um, and then Jared Leto's like, dude, you gotta chill. You're being crazy. And Matt Smith's like, I'm having the best time of my life. Um, it's at, if I'm being honest, if there's one flaw to this film, it's that Matt Smith is too British and should have been forced to tone it down a little bit for the movie. But that's the only flaw. Uh, the rest of the movie, um, goes off brilliantly. Um, there's heartbreak, um, as, as Peter may have pointed out, uh, Morbius has, uh, three people very dear to him die in his arms abruptly within, like, 20 minutes of each other, and it's, it's very tragic, and I cried. I'm not ashamed to say I cried when, um, Doctor, his, uh, his love interest, whose name I forgot, not because I'm sexist, um, she dies, but actually she's a vampire now. Uh, his, his father figure also dies, but he's not a vampire now. I don't, I don't really know how the becoming of a vampire works for the other people who didn't inject themselves with the bat DNA. But, um, yeah. But ultimately, not to belabor the point, Morbius is the story of one heroic man suppressing his urges um, that he originally gave into to murder and kill as many people as he can and feed on their flesh. Um, he does that. Um, uh, his, he also controls bats. Uh, his friend doesn't somehow, because he's a mean vampire as opposed to a nice vampire, and the vampire bats can tell the difference. Yeah, and then at the end, uh, there's the most um, sensical, making sense, tie-in with the rest of the MCU in that a Vulture appears in that universe's prison, Morbius's universe's prison, and they're like, who's this guy? He didn't do any crimes. He's just a random guy in the prison. Let him go. And then he immediately builds a Vulture suit and flies at Morbius and is like, I'm thinking this is Spider-Man's fault. We should get together. And Morbius is like, I'm intrigued. Um, yeah, and it makes a lot of sense, and it's really cool. Um, <laughs> so, if the Marvel scientists hadn't failed and had created a Morbius back in uh, 2019, we wouldn't have a coronavirus right now. We would all be Morbiuses. Um and I think that's the greatest loss of all, that I'm not a Morbius right now. Uh, I also I also have a motion that we'd stop saying vampire and just call them all Morbiuses. So you're like, oh, Dracula? Yeah, that's a really cool Morbius. Um, oh, uh, Edward from Twilight? One of the lamer Morbiuses. I mean, are we kidding? A sparkling Morbius? No, thank you. 
yeah, I just wanted to add that input. Um, beyond that, Uh, someone like Jesse may try to tell you that, oh, Jared Leto's a pedophile, probably. He's terrible. He is a cult. He's very annoying to work with. He pretended to be handicapped on set and took 45 minutes to pee, making everyone wait because he's so method. These things may be true, but they resulted in one of the greatest performances of all time. Do we fault Daniel Day-Lewis when he's, I don't know, um, emancipating slaves in his daily life while he's pretending to be Abraham Lincoln for the movie Lincoln? Do we, do we fault him when he um, started fracking for There Will Be Blood? No. No. We're, we respect him as an artist like we should Jared Leto. And we shouldn't listen to Jesse because he's someone who, if he got the Morbius, would kill and eat everyone. So there. Idiot. So I'm here after the movie uh, for my review, and uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Three, two, one. Lipstick, trash bag, shatterproof glass, tailpipe tread like grease and chrome. Front bumper, universal bearing, aerial brake shoe, shock absorber. Fireball. What's the what's the aerial?